Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Trust everybody's doing well today and uh, woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day today. Yesterday was absolutely beautiful and uh, they were able to get out and get the yard mowed and Brandy's out there weed-eating. She's got her little project she's working on with our outdoor patio and uh, she's uh, uh, giddy with excitement with it and uh, so uh, she's been working hard and uh, so I don't know I always wonder each day if she wants a list of chores for me to do or not so I uh, so pray for me that she doesn't work me like a little little slave <laughs> so, but uh, but anyway I do hope everybody is uh, doing well and excited to start off brand new day today and to uh, uh, use this day to serve the Lord and man let's just make it the best we can today and uh, who knows this could be the our last day on this earth uh, that shouldn't be a morbid thing uh, it should be uh, uh, something to give you thought about that uh, hey let me make the best I can out of what the time God has given me so always keep that in the back of your heads that uh, we are uh, uh, here to serve the Lord and let's make sure we do it with all of our hearts. So let's go ahead and look at God's word this morning. We're going to look at Psalm chapter, let's see here, uh, 37 verse 28 says, depart from evil and do good and dwell forever. I'm sorry, I read 27, 28, for the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints they are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Thank you, Miss Angel, and I hope you are having a blessed day, and we think the world of you, miss you, and we love you to death. So look forward to when we can all be back together again. So we look at this here in Psalm 37, uh, 28. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. And... Um, uh, I should have brought my, I don't know what's my, my brain is not working right. I don't want to bring the scripture up so everybody can see it, read along. And I didn't even do that this morning. So I don't know what's the matter with me. Let me go ahead and I'll, I'll do it anyway, just because I, I normally do that. In case for those who don't, may not have their Bibles handy. There you go. You can see that. Those on social media, you see it. Those on the website, you can't. So I apologize. But, uh, so there you go. But, um, all right. Sorry about that. I'm still uh, a little uh, brain dead this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's one of the pain medication I'm on. I uh, have to, uh, have, to have some real problems with my left foot hurting bad, my heel hurting bad. I mean, have to take some medicine. I think that's what's got me a little groggy. It's more not thinking correctly. You know, when uh, I don't know how many of you all are Wizard of Oz fans, but uh, as you all remember, uh, Dorothy Gale and the Tin Man and uh, the Scarecrow were going down their merrily way down the yellow brick road, and uh, all of a sudden here come the uh, the lion, the lion, and kind of find out he was a cowardly lion, and um, everything scared him to death. He said that uh, uh, that he was afraid of everything, and he said, well, "Won't you go with us? Well, won't you be embarrassed of, of having a cowardly lion with you?" He said, "No, we want you to to come with us." And uh, uh, he said, I, "I'm so scared, I can't even sleep at night." He said, "A ten man said, won't you try uh, counting sheep?" He said, "I would, but I'm scared of them too." <laughs> well, you know, uh, we have a lot of cowardly lines out there, cowardly Christian lines out there, and um, that in the wake of whatever they're facing, they live with great fear and anxiety. It's not to uh, put you down. It's not to be mean and cold-hearted or insensitive to your uh, well-being by no stretch of the imagination. 
but uh, but they, they live in terror. But here's the thing, man. God is with us. That's what they were reading here in Psalm 37, 28, is that uh, they are the saints. They are preserved forever. All right? So one thing's for sure that we can understand that God is with us wherever we go and that we should be of great courage and boldness because, you know, uh, we know that God is beside us. We know he walks along with us. He walks ahead of us. He walks behind us. God is with us. We have nothing to fear. Uh, you know, I'm not saying throw caution to the wind and, and, and dive off a 10-story building and say, well, uh, there's nothing to fear. Well, that's just that's just stupidity because you're going to die. You know, I'm not saying that in the midst of the coronavirus uh, that uh, you go out and, and lick a table, you know, and, uh, you know, again, that's just showing stupidity, you know, but uh, the fact is we need to be confident spiritually, mentally, and emotionally understanding that God has got this, that God is in control of all things. We need to have courage. There's a lot of Christians walking around like the cowardly lion holding their tails and dabbing their eyes and scared to death. There's nothing to be afraid of. You know, we look throughout God's word, we see that courage is also another word for good cheer. And uh, we look at, uh, we can look no further than uh, Mary, Jesus' mama. You know, here she was without a husband and pregnant. And at this time and period of history, uh, she could have been easily stoned to death uh, if, if Joseph had pushed the issue. And uh, so she was scared. But what did the angel do? Be of good cheer. God is with you. You know, so she's down her big, be courageous. Be of good cheer. It's okay. God is with you. God has got this. How many times do we need to hear that in our lack of confidence, our lack of, I don't want to say lack of self-esteem. I think our problem is, as uh, God's Word tells us, that we think too highly of ourselves. Not that we think we're too lowly, we think too highly of ourselves. But the lack of confidence, the the uh, the, the lack of, uh, of uh, the, the boldness that we need as Christians only to witness, uh, to know that God has overcome all things, that God is sovereign, that God is in control, that we're not uh, demonstrating that in our thought, word, deeds, and actions. Instead, we're running to everybody who will listen. I'm so scared. I'm so worried. I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to handle this? How am I going to do that? And, you know, if you just stop and think, you know, God is in control. I'm going to give to God. Me worrying, me wringing my hands isn't going to do anything. That's showing cowardice. When the devil attacks, and he's going to attack, he's going to attack you spiritually, mentally, emotionally. He's going to attack your family. He's going to attack your finances. He's going to, he wants to cause division between you and God. He wants to cause separation to keep you out of church. That's what the devil wants. Now, you could be like the cowardly lion, tuck tail and run. All right, but that's not how God created us. God created us to be mighty warriors in his army. You know, we look at the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God is all in the front. The helmet of salvation, the, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith. All these things are in the front. We don't have anything in the back because there's no room for retreat. There's no room for cowards in God's army. So we need to quit showing this cowardice that every time the devil attacks, we retreat and we run and we hide in our corners, sucking our thumbs and cry, oh, I'm so scared. What am I going to do? God is greater than anything you're going to face. You know, you look at Abram and when he fought the kings of Sodom, how God was with him. And, and it was told again, even there to be of good cheer. If God is for us, who can be against us? Why are we living? You know, there's some people, you know, I understand that their anxiety levels and their fears and their worries are of such an extent that maybe they have to be put on medication. I'm not putting you down, all right? Uh, I think there are a lot of people who are on it that if they just turn over to the Lord, they would be fine. 
uh, and that are medicated that shouldn't be. There are some that out there that may due to a chemical imbalance or uh, severe trauma that they may have to be put on this medication. So I'm not putting you down if you're having to seek that out. God gives these resources to us to use uh, to uh, to help us. Uh, you know, and but we shouldn't always be uh, dependent upon these kind of things. We should always be dependent on God's word. And I think it's one thing that we would be facing, looking at here in uh, this time of this uh, pandemic, is that to understand who is completely, totally in control, that we are in control of nothing, that we have to be dependent upon Christ for all things, our emotional, our mental, our spiritual, our physical, our financial, all areas of our life, all aspects of our life, we need to be dependent upon God. And we need to step out of our, our homes boldly. We need to, uh, to walk around with our heads held high, that we are Christians, that we are bold, and we are mighty for God. Quit kowtowing every time someone brings up a controversial subject such as homosexuality. As soon as somebody brings that subject up, you see Christians cower down. Uh, well, you know, it's it's not for me to not for me to judge. I I, I you know uh, you know it's just you know it's between them and God. And, you know they they cow down. I mean, what is that? You know, you Apostle Paul says, be bold, all right? We just speak the truth in love. You know, we're to say, you know, if somebody's struggling with that, say, brother or sister in Christ, you know, we, uh, or they wouldn't be a sister, brother, sister in Christ because they can't be a Christian and living a, uh, a sinful lifestyle. But my point is that you would say, listen, you know, I need to pray for you and I'm here for you. Uh, I, you can still like that individual. Or if you have a son or daughter who's dealing with that, you still love them. You don't support uh, that, that that action uh, that they are, are doing, you know, that, that hedonistic lifestyle choice, that perversion. We, you know, they need to know that that is not right. You still love them because those are your children. But if you have friends or whatever, you know, you need to tell them, look, I love you. But uh, what you're doing is wrong. You know, invite them to church. Show kindness. Show empathy. Show sympathy. But do not condone those actions. Because God's Word tells us those actions are wrong. Whether it's the sin of homosexuality, whether it's the sin of uh, adultery, whether it's the sin of pornography, whatever it is, those sexual sins, uh, we need to give over to God. And we need to quit, quit kowtowing down and showing cowardice when we are faced with controversial subjects. That, that knowing... We speak against those things. Society will not like it. Society uh, will look down upon us. We are considered the the homophobes. We are considered the uh, the hate mongers. But if we still show Christ, we still show, show love, and we explain to these individuals the love of Jesus Christ. You know, we, we're not going in there uh, to to condone, you know, to condemn and beat them up with the family Bible. But instead, we are there to try to point them to the direction of Jesus Christ. You know, we can still be kind to someone without supporting something they're doing that we know is biblically wrong. So that's why we have to be very careful sometimes when we're faced with controversial topics, not to cower, but to advance and say, listen, let me tell you about somebody uh, that loves you, you know, uh, and, and that, um, you know, you, they, these individuals, gay or straight, you know, there's people out there who have grown up in, in horrible situations, never had any kind of support, never had anybody to show, tell them they're proud of them, never had anybody tell them they really loved them, never known what really love is. And if you say, let me tell you about somebody that really loves you, that supports you, that uh, not support the the action they're doing, and let me get that straight, but that will love you and uh, can can help you in your life. You know, you know, choose your wording in a way that you're uh, that you know you're you're making a point that uh, you're not supporting uh, a sinful lifestyle, 
but that you're uh, showing a love of Jesus Christ and you're inviting them to church. And uh, and they, you know, they may resist and they may be nasty and say, hey, you know what? Hey, I'm just, just trying to be helpful, you know, and the door is always open. You're welcome to come. You only have to go about that way. But quit being cowards. Quit being like the cowardly lot. We need to be confident in the things of Jesus Christ. Be of good cheer. God is with us. So whether we're dealing with things spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, we know God is there. Be of good cheer. Quit being cowards. Quit being, uh, you know, showing such great anxiety and and uh, and, and and act like that. The you know, you're completely alone as a Christian. You're never alone. God is there. So we need to walk around with our heads held high. We need to walk around confident, knowing who is with us. And if God is for us, who could be against us? Let's give that all over to God. Let's give that all over to Jesus Christ and quit worrying. Quit that worrying. It's not going to change anything. Wringing your hands, being upset is not going to change a blooming thing. All we can do is go before God in prayer. Give it over to him. Let it go. Let your joy be full. Be, put a smile on your face, a spring in your step because God the Father is going to take care of us. All right? And let us show uh, God's love to all those we come across. Again, uh, no matter what somebody else is going through, all right, if they're not a child of God, if they're not saved, all right, uh, then uh, uh, we need to try to point them in the right direction. Now, I made a, a comment a second ago that um, a homosexual cannot be a Christian because they are blatantly living in sin. And, uh, of course, everybody wants to throw out the you shouldn't judge garbage, which is wrong all right one thing we are not to judge if somebody says that they're saved they may not be acting like it but if they say they're saved that's between them again that's what we don't judge remember we'll be judging the angels so uh god tells us to judge but we need to judge righteously now with me it was saying that okay there may be somebody out there who have homosexual tendencies but they've never acted on that and uh, or maybe they're coming out of that homosexual lifestyle and they've given their life over to Jesus Christ and they're still feeling that draw, they're still feeling that temptation and they're fighting it and they're trying to live for the Lord. All right, that instance, they're no different than any other Christian who's out there trying to live for the Lord, who's fighting various temptations, who are, you know, who, who you know, may have thoughts and things that they have to fight each and every day. So those individuals aren't any different. But if they are uh, blatantly uh, in the face of God uh, doing a, a sinful lifestyle, and again, that could be gay or straight. If you're just blatantly living a sin-filled life and knowing, doing something you know is wrong, then that's, you know, you're going to have to, you will answer for that in a major way. So I just want to make that clear. But again, you know, I know there's there's some people out there who uh, have uh, uh, may have kids who are fighting uh, that, and all you can do is cover them in prayer, try to get them into Christian counseling, try to point them in the right direction. Remember, no matter what area, whether gay or straight, uh, someone's life is in, uh, we can't force someone to be saved. We can't force our beliefs on somebody else. All we can do is try to explain to them the love of Jesus Christ. Explain to them uh, the way to salvation. Explain to those things, and they, they can either accept it or reject it. It's only the, Holy, only the Holy Spirit that touches those hearts and minds. It's only the Holy Spirit that can uh, reveal those things to them. All we can do is try to plant the seed and go from there. Only God can change these individuals. So you, I know there's a lot of people when we have prayer requests who have uh, uh, lost friends and loved ones, and uh, they were real concerned about that. And so, again, all you can do is cover them in prayer and pray that God will touch their hearts and minds before it's too late. But my main thing this morning, my friends, is to quit being cowards. Do not be the cowardly lion. Quit being afraid 
to speak up and to speak out when it comes to the things of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Quit being, quit tucking your tail every time a controversial topic comes up, whether it's homosexuality, abortion, or whatever it may be, uh, and, and, and quit, uh, uh, you know, you see dogs when they're, uh, they're scared or whatever, they'll tuck that tail between their legs and they hunker down and walk off. I see a lot of Christians acting like it. That's not what we're called to do, all right? We are warriors in the army of God. We are, are joint heirs to the throne of Christ. And uh, so we need to start walking around boldly. We need to start standing for what is right. That's why we are called to be the salt of the earth, the, the light in the world of darkness. And too many Christians are hiding that light under the bushel. It's time, my friends, we stand up and we stand proud because our Father is God and he don't make no cowards. All right? Uh, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Let our Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be brave. Help us to be bold. Help us speak the truth in love. Let us serve you well daily. Uh, Lord, guide our thoughts, our words, our deeds, and our actions. And Lord, uh, let us put our trust in you in all areas of our lives. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. Guide and watch your protect us this day. Be with those who are, are sick and that you bring healing upon them. Uh, Lord, I know that there are some prayer requests that Ginger Hood have given me, and uh, you know the that uh, situation, and I pray that you'll bring, bring healing and safety and coverage with her and Troy. And I pray that you will be with Linda Feathers, and I pray that you will be with Kim Penix, and uh, so many other prayer requests concerns I receive daily. And that your will be done in those situations. Lord, I pray that you be with our first responders, our police officers, our military, our doctors and nurses. Let them know their love, needed, and appreciated. Be with our president. Give him safety about him and his family. Give him wisdom and discernment during these difficult times. And Lord, just pray that you will touch the hearts and minds of this nation like never before, before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, Mickey Grant said, are you doing Sunday service outside on the porch? No, sir, we won't be on the porch. Uh, we will do the Sunday service. Uh, we'll do the drive-in uh, again and tune into 98.5 WTFM. And you can listen from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. You're welcome to come park and listen. Or you can still watch uh, from anywhere uh, on our website at flbconline.com or uh, on Facebook. And uh, the reason why we don't do it on the porch, uh, there are several reasons. One, uh, one big reason is the uh, radio station pulls the audio from our website. So we have to make sure we got the best quality audio we can. And underneath that awning, it echoes really, really bad. And uh, two, uh, if we try to pull all that equipment out there and all of a sudden decides to come up rain, then that's going to mess us up. And uh, three, I hate to say it, I mean, we love everybody. We really do. But if we're out there, I know people want to want to come up and try to talk to us. That's going to defeat the purpose of why we're, we're doing this. And uh, so uh, that's why we, um, uh, you know, Dad and I are, are very high risk, and we have to be very, very careful. Uh, we cannot get around anybody. And we, as much and as bad as we'd love to, to, to get close and, and, and be able to talk and say hi, we want to, trust me. It's just too dangerous. So there's all these factors in, and that's why we don't uh, do that on the front porch. So I hope hope you understand, and I, I apologize. Uh, thank you, David. And Mr. Miller says, have a fantastic day, Grace. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate that. I truly do. Uh, if you would like to share these devotions, you can go find me at uh, Dr. Young 77 uh, You can feel free to share that with friends or family. Uh, if you don't, if 
your friends and family don't do fa uh, Facebook, uh, you tell them to go to YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young, and they can watch all the devotions just as you're watching them right now. And or if you're working around the house like my beautiful wife is, you can always uh, go to Apple iTunes, uh, go to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, free of charge, no video, it's audio only. And as you're working outside or in the home or wherever, uh, you can listen to the uh, podcast, sermons, and uh, these devotionals each and every day. So good morning, Miss Ginger, and hope you have a wonderful and happy, blessed day as well. We love you too. She's a dear sister in Christ. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Uh, thank you, and God bless you.